0: Hi everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa and I'm Olivia. <laughs> we're here to take you back to your Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> Are we all gonna be news anchors today? Hello I just I'm wanted Olivia. to keep it spicy. You know we're here. Today at 7:50 p.m. we begin the episode. <laughs> I wanted to give you guys a good view for the unboxing. Yeah, we're, gonna a do, package.
1: we're gonna do. We're gonna do a audio unboxing. Is that a dumb idea? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah,
0: it is a dumb idea. <laughs> I'm ready. Who cares? So
1: Maya just revealed to us that she received a package
0: today and did and not did immediately open. Not it. open it. <laughs> it is from Barnes and Noble. Um, I do not recall ordering anything from I Barnes love Noble. Yeah, you've
1: been ordering um, you've been ordering bookshop more recently than barnes and noble right? am i right am i
0: right you're correct i buy from bookshop <gasps> oh it's a pre-order that <gasps> i ordered at christmas oh my god Ooh, it's like christmas like barnes it? and noble had a sale Bruh, yeah, a a present a yourself oh what is god. it what is it it is witch hat atelier number seven <laughs> um It is a manga about a little girl who just desperately wants to learn magic, but she's not a witch, and witches are born witches, so, like, what you gonna do, you know? Oh, my God, is this book about me? It might (laughs) be about you. Did you um, find, like... A magical pen, and then figure out that oh, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but not really. It's more of the premise um, that magic isn't about like saying words or being born a witch or whatever, it's about drawing. Um, but like, they don't want everyone it to know fake. that about magic because magic's really dangerous, so it's a secret. But she like spies and finds out. Um, so she like gets this pen and she tries to do some magic, but then oh, she turns her mom into a stone. And so she oh, has I to don't... go learn magic for real, so she can try to save her mom. Aww. Okay. Well, I yeah. I and know then they go on adventures and stuff. Isn't about me because I am a witch and I don't need a pen to do it. So. Oh, then yeah, oh, I guess I it's I think it idea. sounds delightful. It really is mean, sounds delightful, but it's not about me. Well, that's a lovely gift from your past self. So yeah, I can't you believe guys, you didn't but... immediately open that. All of the art is incredibly detailed. Ooh. So it's just really like I mean, a I piece can't tell. Guys. Okay.
1: I was <laughs> desperately waiting for a package today, tracking it every two hours, and it did not arrive today.
0: I also am awaiting a package, a very similar <laughs> variety to Olivia's package. <laughs> Melissa yeah. and I both recently ordered
1: lots of crystals from a rocks. place a place called Everyday Magic. I make oh. fun of myself um, by just calling them rocks instead yeah. of actually. I mean, they referring are rocks. crystals. They're. I mean, it's the truth. They are <laughs> It's rocks. true. They're
0: rocks, but. Mine didn't didn't even say that it was out for delivery, but I still check the tracking every hour. (laughs) Just to check if it's out for delivery. Yeah, I'm like, maybe it got out early. Maybe. You know? I just really want them. Anyway, I actually just checked it five minutes ago, and it said it's just at a new facility. Oh,
1: that's great. That's a great update. My update (gasps) is that my rocks are supposed to be delivered, and yet they're not here. So That's That's some tough shit. Very distressing news. But this is what happened with my copy of Midnight Sun. Um, the postal service marked it delivered it didn't come and so I like in a panic bought another copy of Midnight Sun at Barnes and Noble (laughs) and then my original copy showed up the next day let me tell you
0: mail in New York City is a bitch it's,
1: it's rough when I first moved here my mom was like so dumbfounded by the mail she'd be like did you get my package yet I'm like no no I didn't be like oh no it must be lost and then like three days would pass and I'd be like oh your package came (laughs) and it turns out that just everything takes an extra like two days two three days
0: my favorite thing is that like today I went down to check my mail and there were like multiple boxes that were like left on the floor by the door and they had a note on them that said sendee requires signature upon receipt but they've just been like dumped by the door (laughs) (laughs) this is so classic <laughs> my first summer in New York um, I ordered new glasses and someone stole them from my porch and I was like what do you think these are going to do for you right what <laughs> they're prescription what yeah and how, do you even know like do they tell you like what prescription they are On Can outside? You even, I, don't like, I don't know Try On to find someone? Someone? walk by and be like oh, my prescription <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, and then sometimes things get stolen.
0: So Oh yes. yeah. I mean it's that nice. happens the majority of the time, I feel like, in on my end. We love New York City. <laughs> uh, all right, so we've got a listener letter. Oh. <laughs> Did we? What should we do for us? Uh this is from January nineteenth. Carly wrote in, Carly, thank you, I love this. It's returning to Vampire Jesus. You know, this in is site- probably our most popular topic.
1: longest running bit
0: (laughs) we're influencers um carly writes hear me out what if dot 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 Jesus' mother, Mary, was visited and seduced by a vampire, and Jesus was actually one of the first half-human, half-vampire hybrids. It would explain how he was able to perform certain miracles. Mm. Also, this could be what Mary meant when she said she was visited by an angel in the (laughs) night who told her she would carry the Son of God doesn't Maybe bella describe that edward as an angel
1: does sound all yeah. the constantly yeah, every other yeah. page and that does sound like something that a vampire would say like you are about to bear the sun i am oh, blessing god. you."
0: <laughs> edward himself in midnight sun is like i am a am god, I <laughs> a god? Yeah. Maybe. um so, what if this vampire who seduced Mary had some delusion of grandeur and believed he was a god? And since humans already believed this about the vampires, they encountered and worshipped them as such throughout history. If I'm not mistaken, Mary was young by today's standards, a teenager. What if this vampire's plan was discovered by the Voltori and they were intrigued? Maybe then they were the three wise men who came bearing <laughs> gifts for Jesus' birth. They were actually Arochias and Marcus come to witness the birth of the hybrid child. Oh my god. Oh my god I love that. Okay, so I'll hear your point. I what this. if Renesmee is Jesus? Ooh, no. <laughs> <coming>. <laughs> oh. I like this. I really
1: like the three wise men.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, image. I buy that just as much as any of the other theories we floated. So <laughs> it works for me.
1: Then I guess, like, we don't know. He just dies. So I guess like a regular or I guess he would fake his death because he could or maybe he just leaves I don't remember yeah he just like pieces out and like, I was like this is a lot of mess to leave behind I'll just pretend I die <laughs> so I can get out of this life and start a new one
0: I don't remember any of the fourth book or any of the science behind these um happy vampires but does Renesme never die is that like a thing she grows until she reaches like young adulthood and then becomes immortal. <laughs> okay. It makes whatever. a lot of
1: scientific sense. Yeah. Sure. It's very clear.
0: Anyway. Whose turn is it to recap? Is it Melissa? Hey, I think it might maybe. be mine. Okay. Um, luckily <laughs> I read it this time, guys. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're on chapter number 13. Another complication. Oh my god, full of them. We'll have to write. A whole other one, <laughs> multiple complications. Um, essentially, we just get more of the questioning. Except this time, it's Edward's turn to ask a bunch of questions about Bella, and we do get some like extra information here. A lot of details about like mm-hmm. Star Wars and <laughs> Lincoln Park. <laughs> which we have receipts as i said it was Lincoln park way back when and y'all didn't believe me but i got we got we got straight we definitely up receipts. believed you no you did it i will pull the receipts pull go them ahead. go back listen, to listen hours of our own podcast I to try to find <laughs> if anything would make melissa listen to the pod it would be like the drive to prove herself proving right. herself
1: right yeah, yeah but i don't think that she could stand listening no, I would do to it for this. in order to do it
0: I remember being specifically very like feeling of wronged that you guys did not you know probably happen this is what I
1: think happened I knew this it. was like you know that's Linkin Park and we were both like oh is it like definitely for sure like we thought that that was true but like we don't remember it being like for sure for sure you being like, yes, I know it
0: is 100%. It's definitely Lincoln like Park, and we were like, oh, wow. okay. okay, well, now I definitely have to go back and I'm gonna record it and play it for you. Please so do, you can know exactly what your tone was and how that wasn't it because you I'm do ready. not ever have that tone with me. So I'm ready, please call I'm the receipt. I'm so happy. I will. Also, um, I will not count this <laughs> interlude when scoring your okay, thanks, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: So generous um so we get a bunch of questions for bella we get a whole bunch of new information about all the really boring books that she likes to read um we do get some nice like descriptions of cactuses and stuff um and i don't know does anything else happen um i don't know does it (laughs) (laughs) questions lots of questions oh at the very end the other complication is that Billy and Jacob show up, and they're all like, "Edward, bad," and I don't know. Then Edward goes back home. I don't know. I think there was a moment with Esme, but I did skip that part. So <laughs> anyway, that's a okay. Are you done? <laughs> okay. Um, I give you like a five. <laughs> I was also gonna give you a five.
1: <laughs> so you got a failing grade because you skipped a very important part, which is where he finds out
0: that his siblings
1: have. Taking up bets on whether he's going to murder
0: okay. Bella or not in my defense this is one of those other like vague moments that like no it's not it's 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 vague and then he clarifies right away okay but not really okay so let's jump in <laughs> it's like discussed pretty thoroughly um i have something to say right off the bat which is that edward is unhinged
1: <laughs> okay, so, I this is so
0: creepy I didn't hate him as much in this chapter, though, as I did the last chapter. Like, I enjoyed this chapter a lot. Sure.
1: He was Um, less pretentious in this chapter than the last chapter. I
0: only wrote, like, eye roll, I think, like, twice. But he was more
1: stalkery. (laughs) I mean,
0: when I read Twilight and I imagined Edward, like, watching Bella sleep, I imagined her asleep. (laughs) But in this instance... (laughs) She's not! She wakes up. Multiple times. And he's like... Yeah, so I just sat there in the shadows and banked on her not noticing me, and it worked. She didn't catch me. <laughs> what? I, I thought it. that she would, like, leave when she started to stir, don't but... I, I was like, no. oh my god, I'm gonna have another complex now where, like, when I wake up at <laughs> night, I'm just gonna think that there's some creepy stalker hiding in the corner.
1: It's like, listen, we were teens, it was presented to us as romantic, <laughs> You know, there's a certain amount of, like, you can talk yourself into, like, oh, it's sweet, you know, she's all innocent, they're sleeping, and he's just, like, peeking in to see what's up. And it just gets weirder the more that you get the details about it. Like, he's hanging off her branch like a monkey, looking in the window, and now he's, like, sitting in there. He's, like, squashing bugs. (laughs) He puts a blanket on her. He's, like, watching her as she gets up and walks around because she has insomnia. It's, like,
0: uh, These are the details that we really didn't need going. I
1: didn't through, want the more details. The more details yeah. makes it worse.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like we could have just glossed over this. Like then I went and watched Bella and like, I don't know, end scene. Really like, cool. I agree yeah. with that. She slept peacefully. Or not peacefully, depending on where we are in the plot. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, then we get more unflattering details about Bella. Which is that she wore a dark coffee-colored turtleneck today. It's like, oh, Bella, don't do that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Honey. Not an ugly sweater. He didn't say ugly. I feel
1: like we always knew that Bella was, like, sort of a nerd, right? Like, we knew that she was as much of a nerd as us. But this chapter is really, like, okay, but, like, here's exactly what level and flavor of nerd she is. Yes.
0: Which I enjoyed because I was like, oh, she is one of us she's one of us no it made me relate to her less really Really? who the fuck lists shakespeare's comedies as their favorite books okay that's fair i mean the thing is is like would i no but my best friend olivia (laughs) sorry olivia (laughs)
1: again who is not me
0: (laughs) (laughs) but my best friend olivia like growing up I had like one of those massive collections of Shakespeare sure. and would occasionally be like oh yeah you know reading Shakespeare is just really easy for me um <laughs> yeah I, and I would hate that I but but like you yeah, know that's my best friend yeah but I was like reading Even Austin like me.
1: how far off is reading Shakespeare you know what I was Aust- reading Twilight no? well <laughs> yeah but like among other things I'm just like Jane Eyre I love Jane Eyre okay
0: Jane Eyre is fine
1: I read and love fell in love with Jane Eyre when I was a freshman in high school I like watched the first half of the Masterpiece Theater (laughs) series then realized that it wasn't over found the book in my house read it in a week and then watched the second half of the Masterpiece Theater
0: okay fine maybe Bella is like Olivia so she's one of us no she's one of you She's Melissa, are you she's trying to claim us.
1: that you were a cool, popular yeah. person?
0: Yeah, I was like a cool, uncool person. You yeah? know? No, I don't. No. Know what that means. <laughs> okay, so we're moving on
1: because I really want to dig into that. Though. Okay, <laughs> we can just gloss over how Melissa thinks she was a cool, uncool person. <laughs> I like don't even. She loves Beauty and the Beast, Anne of Green Gables, which you're fucking obsessed
0: with. you one of us. Multiple now things. I am. I was not in high school. Okay, but That's here's weirder. the thing. Uh-huh. About being, like, a teenager is, uh, okay, specifically <laughs> what I love about being a tween, which I acknowledge Bella is not, is that your tastes are so wide-ranging. You are, like, yes, I still watch Rugrats, I love (laughs) Rugrats, and also you're like, what's Fifty Shades of Grey about? (laughs) Like, like there's just so much going on. Like, I I will have a unicorn on my shirt and then also secretly look up penises on the internet. (laughs) Like, at your friend's house in their computer room? Yeah. I never did that, but it sounds like a thing. (laughs) <laughs> but like Bella's tastes are very Wide ranging she likes Linkin Park Hybrid theory and she Also is like hmm My favorite movie is the six hour Pride and Prejudice during Colin Firth Yeah like,
1: like she's I felt one of us. so Like smart for reading Jane Austen as a freshman in high school And I love
0: Colin Firth
1: And I'm very glad that Twilight Did not include all this information Because I think it would have been oh, yeah. too Specific like it yeah. was I think better just to get the like general, and then People I told made them all the fun of it that enough. I like. like. Right. If she liked Monty Python originally, it would have been. I would have not been able to handle that. Yeah, but like now that this is Midnight Sun, and this is just like a relic of a particular time, it's right. sort of like cute to get right. specific. Right
0: now it's like on little nuggets. Sort of quaint. Like, right.
1: Yeah. Like okay. oh, Gattaca. I watched that movie in high school, and I yeah. did really like it. And that's a thing that she would also do. Like watch this movie in school and then, like, actually really like it.
0: I watched it in biology class. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, Her favorite candy is black licorice Ooh, and Sour Patch Kids. That is a bold
1: move. Yeah. That's probably the most, like, dramatic and telling answer that she gives here.
0: I love Sour Patch Watermelon. Yeah, I'm just saying that <laughs> all of this made me feel like I related to her less. So, I'm glad it wasn't in Twilight because... I really liked relating to her. It's just very surprising to me. I was really into, like, the teen beat. Like, I was into the oh. I was into the really corny shit. Like, Disney Channel? Oh my god, yes, I was obsessed with the Disney Channel. Lizzie okay. McGuire was my favorite show. Okay. You know, like, that, that yep. brand of, yep. of nerd. I could really I see Bella, kind of like, also enjoying Lizzie McGuire, but I don't see Renee Bella doesn't watch cable. TV. Ooh.
1: She does say that she doesn't watch much TV. I can I see she her didn't grow really up with cable. Like Lizzie Mug Mo- Lizzie McGuire, but then when she's talking to her crush, not admitting that she really likes Lizzie McGuire.
0: Yeah, fair. That's fair. I probably would tell my crush that I you read know, Jane Austen and Shakespeare comedies.
1: Well, like I would have told them that, and it would be
0: true, but I probably wouldn't, you know,
1: like tell them that I read Twilight, like right no, off the bat. I
0: probably would have lied. guys <laughs> <laughs> um, we really
1: love this book. <laughs>
0: here's the thing i love twilight yeah (laughs) like it is what it is um then edward is like where do you most want to travel and she says prince edward island because she loves anne of green gables and that's where i was like yeah (laughs) i love anne of green gables yes i wrote my college application essay about how if Anne Shirley went to college in the United States, she would have gone to Wellesley and that's why I should go to Wellesley too. Wow, that's adorable. Yeah. Wow. And then I went to oh, Wellesley awesome. I got in. Wow. That's amazing. I Love Anne of Green Gables. I was like, Bella's like me. <laughs> Where's my vampire boyfriend? See, what's funny is that I personally relate more now to this version of Bella than my teen self related to bella which i think is very interesting though mm. she says that emma is her least favorite austin and emma is my favorite austin really yes Emma's emma? favorite. yes one it's funny two she grows yeah she's a shit and that's the whole point all of them grow all of them grow and learn yeah but the whole point of emma was that like she's shitty like the rest of us <laughs> <laughs> but, you know I she's you not secretly emma. great no, she's she's just as shitty as everyone else. And guess what? She makes a shit ton of mistakes. And at the end, she still gets a happy ending. When you put it like that... It's the best one. I haven't read it, but when you put it like that, that sounds wonderful.
1: Exactly! I don't think that's true of most of her heroines. No. Maybe no. it's more true of most of the sisters of the heroines.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, sisters of the heroines. Exactly. Um, I was really struck by where Bella has gone, so mm-hmm. she hasn't gone very far, she's just kind of been in, like, that general area of the country, but Renee loves to travel, so, like, you know, they would go places that were supposed to be haunted, um a lot of ghost towns. Yeah. And they never saw any ghosts because Renee was like, oh like you're so skeptical, you scare them away. But they went <laughs> to the Renaissance fair every year. They went to see the wild horses at Salt River. I was like, this would be so cool to like get some of these memories in Twilight. So like, true.
1: I definitely felt like this whole scene made me feel like they really do know each other a little bit better. Right. Than it felt like they did in twilight yes. and it's you know it's just like silly stuff but she does talk about phoenix for like an extended period of time right. like actually talks i love about, that like, her childhood bedroom and it's so good all the things that she loves about her
0: hometown and like her explanation of why she loves phoenix versus why she doesn't like about Forks. i'm like oh you know because in twilight she's like it's still green i'm like okay well that's so fake. wet <laughs> I was like, that's not a reason to not like this place. I would but... Brown <laughs> <laughs> But when you get this contrast here, I'm like, Right. Yeah.
1: It's more compelling. Yeah.
0: yeah. It is like really beautifully described. She talks about like creosote. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I think so. I and know. how like the city it's is in like kind of a shallow basin, so the sky is just right. massive. Oh, the sky. I loved all the sky talk. I was like, oh my it god, was, yeah. yeah. And like the way that she described the plants and how they were kind of scraggly and hard, but like beautiful because they survive and like right, like she describes them as modern. They're like lots of angles and edges. And I was like, I've never thought about plants that way. It was also thematic. About a lot of plants. I think about plants a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Melissa does think about plants. It's
1: very thematic because her point is how open it is and how nothing can hide and. Here in Forks, everything is like Close and hidden and shadowy And mysterious and dangerous And she doesn't like it, it's a lot more compelling In in contrast
0: It is! And I felt like I understood Because when you Move geographic Locations, like where you come from Really is kind of imprinted on you Totally And like you notice when you're someplace Different and it does feel weird for a long time Cincinnati, as Melissa Knows, is very hilly and when i moved to indianapolis which is incredibly flat for a long time i was just like what is wrong with this place (laughs) and eventually i realized that there were no hills Mm. and i just wasn't used to that kind of landscape
1: yeah
0: but like what you grew up with is what you have categorized as like your normal right so i definitely appreciated this yeah no wonder she feels claustrophobic like any place would make her feel claustrophobic and then forks is even more dense. Yep. Right. So Part that Dallas. was nice getting all that. Uh she likes John Denver. I was like, hey, me too. I do need to Google some of these plants that she talks about. Because <laughs> she like she like drops some names. I'm like, damn, I don't even know any of the names of my own plants. Like this is a money tree. That's all I I'm sure it has a different name, <laughs> but I don't know it. <laughs>
1: Okay, as Melissa mentioned, unless there's anything else we want to point out that she likes that we gotta talk about here. Mm. As Melissa mentioned, so we find out about this bet.
0: Right. And
1: it's another one of those moments when Edward is reading minds and he tells us his reaction to the information that he gets That's before cool. he tells us the information. Right. And so there's like a few very confusing paragraphs where are like, what the fuck is going on? Well, all that we know is that he's mad. He's like, Snap his teeth together. He like counts down minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Emmett says, "Sorry, I was trying not to think about that." And then Emmett thinks, "I didn't mean any harm. Hey, I took your side, right? Honestly, Jasper and Rose are just being silly, betting against Alice. It's the easiest wager I'll ever win." And then he, and then Edward clarifies, "A wager about this weekend, whether Bella would live or die." That's the most confusing ass way.
0: Oh yeah. You could have told us. And I
1: still didn't. Because then you have to like. You have to, like, back in fur. like, okay, wait, so they're betting against Alice, so he thinks Alice is right, and so Alice must be betting that she's going to live, I think, but, like... And at I'm this sure. point, they haven't intro-
0: entered... This is, like, the first introduction of, you know, the meadow being such, like, a pivotal moment. Yes, And, and like, because normally, you know, for us in Twilight, it was just, like, I mean, it was oh, romantic, yeah. but it wasn't, gonna like... going to go somewhere. It wasn't pivotal, and so the fact that, like, whether Bella's going to live or die, I was, like, die doing what? <laughs> right, Starting in this next chapter, we get all that language about like the knot yes. and how like Edward is trying to unspool the knot to figure out what direction it's going to go. Right. I was so struck by how this is truly so callous. Like, even if you don't really understand Edward's obsession with Bella, you know that he cares a lot about her. Right. So to do this is
1: terrible. This is much more like like old vampire shit. Like this is like actual vampire shit. This is like, oh yeah, vampires fall in love with humans and like sometimes it works out and sometimes they murder them and like that's how we live our lives. <laughs> Which is like a thing that I think it would actually happen if vampires were real. But like the way that the Cullens live is not at all like that. Like none of them has murdered anybody in a really long time. And you know, they're all like watching Jasper every moment and right. they're all paired off in this very like, Neat way, and Edward doesn't have anybody, and so I agree with you that in this context, it's extremely cruel.
0: I just yeah. had an idea which is that what if vampires are real, and one of them listens to this podcast for fun to be like, ha ha ha, this is what people think vampires are like, <laughs> but I know the truth.
1: If they were real,
0: <laughs> um, if you're out there, email me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you charge for turnings i do not invite you into my inbox uh what struck me particularly about this whole moment with Emmett was that like god once again it must be exhausting to live with a mind reader because truly all Emmett is doing here is he's just like thought about this thing that has happened with other people and now Edward's like oh I'm so mad I'm, I'm like mad. Wish I can't help what I think about okay yeah. like I didn't even necessarily think an opinion about it he's just like oh right. shit She's like, I oh, yeah, thought that about that thing that, happened, thing that happened, happened yeah god like Edward take a chill pill <laughs> Melissa I thought that you might Appreciate Edward in this scene because really? Edward like gets a hold of himself. Oh, he does! I did appreciate off. that. I did appreciate that. Yeah, I had a moment where I was like, "Oh, holler!" Edward could have kept counting down the minutes until he would get to punch Emmett in the face, but he like shows that he's grown some and like, oh, well, I'd actually rather be hanging out with Bella now anyway. So I guess I'll just let it go.
1: Okay, but in the middle of that, (laughs) before he gets to that point, Emmett says, don't take it personally. And he says, there was another way.
0: (laughs) But then he learns, yes, there is another way. I mean, yeah, so he's, like, incredibly dramatic. He's still incredibly dramatic, but he doesn't, like, act on it. It's true. He
1: decides that he would rather spend time with Bella and just leaves to spend time with
0: Bella, Which is the most important thing. He says what was the point of stoking my anger should i blame them for their inability to understand how could they how meaningless it all was infuriating yes but would i have been any different if it hadn't been my life that had changed if it hadn't been about bella i was like where's this rationality usually <laughs> like, okay edward. Like, that's a master self-reflection edward yeah <laughs> like, holler i was proud of him and then emmett's relief is like palpable to the reader, when Edward just leaves instead of being like, all right, let's go fight or oh whatever. My God. He literally says that he's going to punch Emmett in the face. And I'm like, okay, one, I love that because I tell people that I'm going to punch them in the face, but like, that's not really real. Like, I can't even reach most people's faces. But like, Edward being like, I'm going to punch him in the face. I'm like, oh my God, fight, 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 fight.
1: I was thinking how annoying it would be that he can read your mind and you can get nothing back from him like they're sitting in class and all he can do is like think thoughts and then you get no reaction from the mad person you just like (laughs) assume that they're still like being mad toward you and you just have to like continuously like think a monologue of like things that you think might (laughs) calm them down but you have no feedback about it
0: and then one of your thoughts is probably god this is frustrating (laughs) (laughs) like you're like god i hate that you can read my mind i can't believe you
1: can read my mind jesus christ (laughs) wait sorry i didn't mean it
0: <laughs> <laughs> i do that sometimes like with god like yeah. i'll be like um if you like do this then like i'll you know you like try to like bribe god oh, yeah, and you're like, like oh wait okay but also like not trying to just like do good just to get things so, so like ne- never never mind never mind never mind, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> i like, didn't do that i didn't ask that, pretend that, didn't that happen. <laughs>
1: Which is why Edward has a god complex.
0: Yeah, there we go. It's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, then we got something interesting. Uh, so this is the section where Bella is talking about, you know, the sky and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she asks where if Edward has been to Arizona, and he hasn't. Um, and... He says, we were in New Orleans for a while. I really want to I about it. would love to know more. When? Yes, like, please.
1: He also, of- like,
0: talks about the aggressive Southern clans. Where so, yeah, does the Christmas no story with Carlisle take place? Oh, like, locationally? Yeah. Geographically? I don't know. I'm not sure. Chicago? Have we read that yet? <laughs> I don't it's think It's hard so. to say because I've skipped too much of it, so... It, it blurs together. It does, especially because like those aspects of the book aren't related to the plot. They're flashbacks that are just kind of like dropped in. So exactly, I'm not sure. It looks like you're googling Olivia. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. I don't. It was somewhere cold.
1: It must not have been New Orleans. It must have been somewhere cold.
0: I, I assumed it was Chicago. I also assumed Chicago, but I guess it couldn't have been. They must have moved away. But I was thinking, like, what? Like, how does Rosalie get dressed for New Orleans? (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, I would love to see that. Also, isn't it all like sunny in New Orleans? Well,
1: I was going to say it depends on, yeah, but like maybe there's like Vampire New Orleans. Am I plagiarizing this from one of the short stories in Vampires Never Get Old? Maya, you also read that. Vampires there, in New Orleans? Isn't it one of the stories about all the different areas of New Orleans that are all different creatures? That's a Vampire
0: Diaries thing. Oh, it's like a bunch of sisters and their mom, I think. Yeah, is that Danielle um, Clayton's story? Yeah, that is Danielle. That is a major theme in multiple vampire stories. It's big thing in Vampire Diaries slash The Originals. It's another big thing in the what, Discovery of Witches series.
1: New Orleans, generally?
0: Yeah, for vampires. Oh, I
1: haven't gotten there
0: yet. Okay, so anyways anyways um then we get some like cute memories between bella and renee uh and i just wrote like i'm really enjoying this really like Like... it, it was so fun there's a part where edward no bella says i have a lot of questions but i know we spoke the words simultaneously today is my day today is your day because it's edward's day desk. i was like it was so fun this was new
1: dialogue for once we got new yeah. dialogue yeah we get almost none of them.
0: which i which is this is what i wanted more of when i was like thinking about midnight sun oh, right guys.
1: but how could we possibly like there's so few places where we can get new dialogue because bella obsessively tells us every word
0: and says. you can just make up shit well, I felt like there was so much space for new dialogue between Edward and the Collins. Yeah, that's what oh,
1: that's well, what yeah. we really but, wanted.
0: And like and we it's get just some being mad but at each other. Mostly, where we would get some of that, we get Edward watching Bella.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Then we get a part that I love, which is Bella's describing her her home in Phoenix, and she's like, "Well, you know, my room there was messier because it was so much smaller." And Edward is internally thinking, like, "It can." get messier <laughs> <laughs> it's like which is asshole. i liked because i actually don't really think of bella as like a messy person yeah I but do i like that it. as a
1: detail about her
0: yeah i just maybe i just don't think of her as like owning that many things and so therefore it's hard for her to be messy but like knowing that edward considers her room to be very messy is like <laughs> That's so much fun! I love that. I wonder if Stephanie kind of picked that up from the movies. Mm, she it is like, kind of cluttered there. Is her room messy in the movie? Yeah, she, it's very decorated. There's lots of stuff on the walls. Like a, a lot, lot of, stuff. of different colors.
1: I feel like it fits with somebody who's clumsy for some reason.
0: I don't know. I I just assume like physically
1: see disorganized.
0: Because like if I was living somewhere that I didn't want to live, I would try to put down as few roots as possible and that would include like decorating my room and like making it mine that's true i would be ready to go at any second
1: that's true except that this has been her room in this house her whole life
0: right so like this time when she came i don't
1: think she brought that much stuff so i was thinking like where did all these books come from but like you know if she ever got gifts from charlie like maybe they were here i don't know
0: or like just like art that she made as a child right and sent to her dad you know he puts it all in that room i I always imagine like this room being a like kind of like when you're in college and you go back to like your home and it's like you know your high school self but like i guess Bella's would be younger than that but that's kind of what i'd always imagine her like six month old self (laughs) (laughs) their bunnies on the wall She does have, like, a
1: surprising number of, like, CDs and stuff that she likes for a place that she has not spent very much time
0: Yeah, I could see her being like, I don't want to be here, so I'm going to make my room as much of a sanctuary as possible. Right, that's true. She could go that direction. But we get no direction, really, in Twilight, so I did like the tidbit of, oh, well, she is just, she's messy. I wow. think we get some in like new moon and eclipse. There's a little more, like, and I pulled everything out of my closet looking for that top. And I don't remember her ever being like, and then I put everything neatly back on its hangers and I come back. Like, I want to know what Bella keeps in her closet. Her I think this is just like,
1: skirts. I think this room is just like a collection of everything from her childhood, like, like summers and like stuff getting left behind. There's
0: some, there's some shit in my closets, you know? And a lot of tan and beige clothing. I bet it also has random crap that Charlie just like put there because it's a spare <laughs> small room house. most of the year. Right. Like, I think someone's closet says a lot more about them than their room. Interesting. Right. Anyway. Can you explain that? <laughs> Oh, oh, just how you like what stuff? Like, is it like just like a place where you kind of shove everything that like, you don't want to be like visible? Or is it a place yes. where you store like precious objects? Or who does is that? It- I have precious objects in my closet,
1: like shoved <laughs> in a box at the bottom in the back corner.
0: I mean, it's not shoved in the back corner, but yes. Was it lovingly placed in the back? <laughs> corner? Yeah, it was lovingly placed in the back <laughs> corner. Or is your closet? purely utilitarian utilitarian you you tell it did i say that right halfway
1: there no not yet
0: (laughs) or are you helga pataki and when you move the clothes to the side there's a shrine to arnold exactly i'm just saying how you use the space that no one else really sees like i still kind of decorate my room like who's gonna be han over here who's going to see this and be like, oh, that Melissa, she's so cool. Like, look at that. Okay, art. I get the point you're making because like the room, you might have a guest, but you don't anticipate people looking into your closet. Why? So I feel like the, in my mind, it's like the under the bed space. Exactly. Okay, there well, there you go. Do you sure. clean under your bed? <laughs> I don't. I no, certainly I don't. don't. No, no, I don't. No, but there are people who do. Oof. I do use my under the bed as storage for sure. I have a lot of
1: storage under there,
0: yeah. My bed is set very high specifically so I can keep a lot of stuff under it. You know how they say like, your character is how you are when no one is looking? Yes, it's like who you are is under your bed. (laughs) It's (laughs) all (laughs) Okay,
1: so then the other complication crops up. Our first Jacob sighting of Midnight Sun. It's so pure. It's so pure and wholesome. He just sounds like a little golden retriever in his head. God. He's like real nice. We actually get an admission from Edward that he has like a pleasant mind that right, is pure cool. and open, restful. Um, He is sorry that this particular boy, boy was born my enemy. <laughs> <Ugh>. God. <laughs> Maybe you could just be friends because he's so nice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like Also, he wasn't born your enemy just because he happens to be able to hurt you. Humans right. are also born able also, to hurt Also, he can't even hurt right. you yet. Technically, Edward can hurt everyone, so he was born to be yeah. everyone else's enemy. Although Edward does think that about himself. True,
1: and Jacob hasn't even transformed into a werewolf. He's just a kid who's chilling right, right now. He,
0: he doesn't. doesn't
1: know that he's going to turn it, into you
0: a werewolf. He has a lot of the same interests. Cars, Bella. And Bella exactly <gasps> they should go on they have free. a lot in
1: common <laughs> and then they both transform into monsters they have a lot in common <laughs> <laughs> they
0: should be a support group of two <laughs>
1: <laughs> billy is freaking out oh yeah it's so dramatic <laughs> which is like I, nothing has changed literally nothing has changed which he kind of like comes to that conclusion later like i guess nothing i just saw them with my own eyes nothing exactly actually different cold one
0: vampire I think what's different is that it's more personal. Because it's his friend's place. Well, it's his best friend's
1: place. Yeah. 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 He's, like, actually hanging out at Charlie's house. I
0: was like, the whole point of this treaty is that they live in this town as they're able, and they don't go on to the reservation. And, like, look, this is what's happening.
1: I was thinking, aren't they also not allowed to hurt anybody in town? He calls this neutral territory, but
0: only neutral territory right, think, to right, be Right, they're not in. supposed to they're not supposed to bite anyone
1: right anywhere or just in town
0: just in town i guess just i think in it's town. just in town. no i think but I'm also wrong. they can't
1: go on the reservation at all
0: right i, okay. I think right. i think i'm wrong it's not just in town because later jacob is like the treaty is that none of you can bite a human oh okay well jacob already broke but, like, the treaty anyway they've so... lived
1: other places other times
0: what i was kind of struck by with this is that apparently this is the first time billy is seeing one of the cullens so like he knew that they were in town and they were upset but edward's like actually seeing one of us is really right he doesn't like it true i I didn't realize that this was his first time seeing one of them I, i just felt like when you heard they came back to town you didn't I don't know. Go look Do at we'll, one of them. Do a little drive by. It. Yeah, I'd I'd want to look at one of them. <laughs> right. I guess it would be pretty
1: weird because most of them are high schoolers, supposedly. Supposedly, most of them are attending high school. I should. But say. like,
0: Carlisle's a doctor. Do you? Right. I don't you know. Just pop in on the. Right. Just pop like. In on the just sit outside like, and wait. Anything suspicious going on around here? Are you guys missing some people? Some blood. <laughs> Like, I would investigate. <laughs> I don't think I see Billy investigating. <laughs> no. But I do think it's weird that he hasn't gone to see one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or just happened to see any of them.
0: Yeah. Then we get our really sweet time between Edward and Esme. Cute Esme thing. I skipped to this part. <laughs> it was
1: very pure. It was I was just- thinking really hard about how she's like 26. I know, I
0: thought it was too
1: pure. I was like, all oh, right. They're it's like... very sweet. Esme's a little one-dimensional. Yeah. I'm
0: yeah. Really, I'm really bored. But I'm
1: fine with that. Esme just wants him to be happy.
0: And yeah, 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 yeah. Wants to know if Esme's she makes him happy. the most selfless person to ever exist. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. I like how, so Edward gets home and everyone is gone except for Esme. And he's like, I saw that this was her request. And imagine... <laughs> Your mom coming in and being like, okay, I want everyone in the house. I want to hang out with my favorite. My favorite <laughs> okay. child is coming home. I need you all to leave. My favorite child is upset. Get out. And you need to leave. My favorite child is in pain and needs me. Everyone get out. They're like, yeah, like why you can't have they go? Favorites? Why
1: wasn't she like, hey, Edward, let's go for a walk?
0: Right? Because <laughs> she's like, banish all of you get from the, the house. Fuck out. <laughs> Um, there's a part where Esme is like you gotta get over this whole hating yourself thing True. <laughs> and Edward's like truly I did not resent Carlisle for what he had done and yet didn't someone have to be to blame wasn't that person me I was like no,
1: no. <laughs> i know i also was like what terrible logic why does somebody have know, to be to blame how does that this is on? like this is like what every human comes to terms with in yeah. like every part of everything that ever happens to us like right. is isn't somebody to blame like usually this is not. a very
0: human moment for him
1: pretty much usually nobody's to blame
0: yeah exactly that's how shit works man go to therapy yeah life no, why does it is. have to be someone's fault
1: yeah why is it somebody's fault
0: things just happen sometimes
1: and Carlisle is too pure to blame and so he blames right. himself even though that's like he
0: he is the one that victim. changed you so like technically also he if you're gonna blame somebody to blame. it's definitely Carlisle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not you I don't really know what you had anything to no. do with anything no. um but I mean yeah maybe next time wash your hands more when there's a flu <laughs> maybe <laughs> Why you, you just knock at the mask? flu <laughs> Wear that. That's If Edward, you know those memes that are like someone pressing over a little domino, and then there's a yes. big domino in the back about to fall. Like if Edward had been more responsible in 1918 and worn a mask, Bella, Bella wouldn't be a vampire right now. Would never turn into a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technically, the some of that's true.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, that's the point of the meme is that it is yeah. in some way true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Then it's just like amazing angst. Like this is just really good angst time. So I really liked it, which is why I was surprised that Melissa didn't like it. <laughs> I'm just over the angst now. I mean, this is too much angst every time, every chapter. I'm just, it's but not this great. is the good angst you know i i couldn't even tell you if that's true i just skipped it i skipped it
1: well it's definitely really analyzing in this chapter how midnight sun has to by definition be longer than twilight because it includes all of the dialogue that we got from twilight Twilight because we know that edward is too obsessed with her to ever be like and then we talked about x and like, not get it. But then there's also the parts that Bella skipped over because it wasn't interesting to her. And right. we have to hear all of those parts. We have to watch Edward watch everything that Bella did. And we have to watch him do all the shit when she's asleep. Right. Other because
0: otherwise, what is the point of this book?
1: Right. So it's like another half time longer
0: than Twilight. Yeah. So, but like, this I got burnt out. Oh, we This but... is what I wanted this right. is where Esme is thinking like what is it gonna do to Edward if Bella does die yeah. and Edward his like whole being like caves in cause he can't even comprehend and he's like I don't know how I moved past that I can't it, see nothing is past right. that and right. it's like oh, the angst I love it I great. agree that that is good angst I just then wish that there was less of the other angst exactly I, yeah the, the other angst is not this was angst. good angst you're right yeah. I just, you know, we have talked about being negative lately, and <laughs> I really want to give the positive. Here's some good do. stuff. Listen, I only wrote "I roll twice in this chapter. That's pretty good. Yeah. Twice. Do you have any best sentences to share? Yeah, I do. It's from this sure. section. Ooh, okay, go. Um, so Esme is hugging Edward um, in this moment, and it's, like, very comforting. Um. She kept- I'm going to read the whole paragraph. She kept her arms around me, and after a few moments, I laid my head against the top of hers. She sighed and hugged me tighter. It made me feel vaguely childlike. Up to that, I felt, like, kind of mixed, but I really enjoyed right. what followed. As I had told Bella, I didn't have memories of being a child, nothing concrete. But there was a kind of sense memory in the feeling of her arms around me. My first mother must have held me, too. It must have comforted me in the same way. Oh. I found that very touching, the idea of a sense memory and how, like, Edward's first mom really is still with him in this way. Mm -hmm. I like the language of first mother, because it's not like she's, like, the primary or more important one. Esme, as his adopted mother, is just as valuable. Um, And, like, Edward's, like, all, like, powerful all the time, and to see him just, like be comforted by his mom I thought was really sweet
1: yeah I liked um something that followed here also which is that Esme asks what the hardest part is he says I think that I can't be human with her the best version is the one that is impossible it's just like great angst I
0: did like that line. their love is
1: tragic and impossible
0: <laughs> when you read it just now I got chills yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so good um, give me a second. <gasps> a lot of my comments are pretty negative, but you know, <laughs> what are you gonna do? It's a sense memory. Okay, yeah, I found my worst, but my best is probably gonna be from our description of Arizona. Um, I did kind of already mention this line, but I really like the description that the plants are like modern art compared to the stuff here. Lots of angles and edges, mostly spiky. I was like, that really puts it in the perspective for me. Thank you. I love plants. Spiky. Spiky. I have a worst that isn't really, this is my worst just because like I thought about it for a while and I was like, I literally don't know what this is trying to say. And if one <laughs> of you guys understand, I would love for you to demonstrate. So they're in biology class, the movie is on again, and they're feeling this electricity between them, uh-huh. and Edward is just describing Bella's posture. She leaned forward, chin propped against her arms, and I could see her fingers gripping under the edge of the desk so tightly that her knuckles were white.
1: Who, oh, I got
0: it, I got it. Oh yeah, I got it. I, I couldn't get it. Okay,
1: I like, can't see myself. Oh, my mic's fallen over. Yeah. it's like this, He's and like then that. like, you can't see yeah. my fingers?
0: But my fingers are curled
1: back around the front of the desk.
0: Okay, so she's just like lying down. She's just like she's on top of the table, essentially. Okay, like her
1: arms are crossed down against the surface of the table, and her chin.
0: I think I only fully understood that because the description in Twilight, made makes a lot more sense, and I remember (laughs) this specifically. Do you really? Yeah, (laughs) I do. I do not. Well, thank you. Um, there are. Worst sentences, I guess, but that's the one I picked. Um, I don't have one, Melissa. Do you want two
1: worst sentences?
0: Um, I definitely at least have one. Um, and it is her translucent skin hid nothing. Oh, yeah, I didn't like that, and oh. I was like. Yeah. Okay, well, if her translucent skin hides nothing, then you can see all her organs. <laughs> yeah, you're looking at, like, I think he meant metaphorically, but even, yeah, like, emotionally, I mean, it, doesn't it, doesn't,
1: work. it doesn't make any sense emotionally either. Like, why is being pale no. make you more easy to read emotionally? Because he's
0: talking about, like, how tired she is. Oh. And, like, that her translucent skin hides nothing. I'm like, okay, well, that's categorically not true. And now I'm thinking about her having translucent skin. <laughs> yeah, it's being, so
1: like, gross. Fit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Can I do Pretty two way. more best? <laughs> <laughs>
1: sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. One is uh, Bella's talking about road trips with her mom. Until you've heard my mom and me trying to hit the, ni- the high notes in the Phantom of the Opera soundtrack, you've never known true fear. I was like, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, you're funny. We love, like, yeah, we get Bella some personality here. That's yeah. true.
1: I liked um, right after that. He says, I imagined her on a bright road, winding through the desert with the windows down, the sun bringing out the red shine in her hair. I thought that was nice.
0: My other one was the sentence right after that one. Oh, shit! Which is, I wished I knew what her mother looked like, and even what kind of car it was, so my picture could be more precise. I wanted to be there with her, to listen to her sing badly, to watch her smile in the sun. That's so nice. That's so nice. It's a great chapter. That's so good. Good job, Stephanie. Yeah, I don't got anything else. Oh, look at that. Pretty good. Pretty good. That's a nice episode.
1: That's the sewed.
0: That's the (laughs) sewed. What was it? I saw something online that said that you can tell which generation you're from based on how you shorten Instagram. Ooh, interesting. Say Insta, and Gen Zer say gram Oh what about IG gram? is that an old person thing? Sometimes I write I IG. But there there are so many differences and apparently it's like very generational anyway. Oh. So
1: I do think that I say Insta. I say Insta. I say Insta. Sometimes when I write it down I write we're IG. Millennials. Yeah, it's cuz we're millennials. write in.
0: How do you refer to <laughs> Instagram?
1: <laughs> and you must include your age. You can email yeah. that to us at Twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. Wow.
0: That was beautiful. That was so good. Listeners, <laughs> I just made my very first TikTok, and I was so proud of it that I watched it like 50 times.
1: <laughs> um, Melissa and I both laughed out loud when we watched yeah. it, so it was good TikTok. Thanks yeah. for laughing. Go watch it. Um, also, go to patreon.com slash Twilight Face Podcast <laughs> and um, sign up to support the podcast along with your wonderful friends Jillian, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Aaron, Josh, Karen, Ed, Bailey, Laura, King's Gambit, and Andrea.
0: God, I feel like it keeps getting longer and longer. It almost
1: like it does.
0: I want to put it to music. Be one of the cool
1: (laughs) kids. Um, Also, follow us at Twilight underscore Phase on Twitter and Insta. I say that every single episode. I say Insta. And Twilight Phase podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer.
0: Please don't sue us. Don't fucking (laughs) do it.
1: Audio editing by me. Melissa Shermer, cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mooring.
0: We'll be back next week. I was thinking about how um, I was laughing because you guys were being funny, and then you said <laughs> audio editing by, and I was like, I don't want her to think I'm volunteering, so I, like <laughs> shut it down. So I was laughing about that, and I missed my cue. We'll be back next week, <laughs> and if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bite
1: like me, bitches. Hi, Bye.